Welcome to the Toffee TV podcast with Baz and Ped and nobody else. Because, well, why? What is it? Is it because it's first day of no lockdown? I think it's. I think that's what it is. It's just, I think people are just working. It should have been. It should have been Andy, but Andy's just about as reliable as Everton's defence at the moment. Um, but you know, you introduced it, Baz, Ped, and maybe a cameo from Ned. Well, producer Ned is gonna. It's gonna jump in. I've, 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 I've allowed them, I've allowed them to have maybe his own regular segments. Well, I say segment, question, just mm-hmm. to start the the podcast off. So, Ned, I'm gonna throw it over to you, and I'm gonna allow you to give us a question to get us going for the podcast. Well, well I thought, I thought of a good one. What, what is the most awkward or embarrassing things that ever happened to you? If, if you can think of one. No, no, I'm not having that. No, you're gonna have to, have to think of another question. No, sorry, oh, Ned, no, on. no, no, that's awful. That's not no, that's that's all. No, it's not. It's a terrible, terrible question. Uh, that means we're gonna would have to like open ourselves up to ridicule on our own podcast, and and I don't feel like you've taken this seriously. I don't feel like I feel like we've given you something very precious, which is a speaking part on one of our one of our exclusive podcasts and I feel like you've just ruined it so what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you one more chance to just come up with a question it can be themed around anything you want but if it's crap you're getting binned yeah I think you should give him a bit of time I'll, I'll give him a bit of time debate. we'll go back so so it is let's just before we you know I, I'm I don't I'm trying to stay away from football a little bit just for a little bit um so it's the first day of relaxed lockdown rules uh you know it's not a full lockdown it's also the day that we it's been announced that the the vaccine is being given the go-ahead in the uk mm. i love the way the uk have taken all the credit for the vaccine just because they've signed it off which is amazing. it's so british that we didn't produce it mm. we didn't put anything in it we just signed it off so my question is to you well first of all that's just really good news isn't it it is good news it's i've seen some criticism or scepticism not criticism scepticism obviously over it because it's it's the, the length of time it's taken to get it through and by the length of time i mean like the shortness of time that it's taken okay to come up with it obviously it's well aware and well documented now vaccines are kind of five or six years in the making if not more is that just because people who work for like these big companies are just a little bit lazy and I like we don't need that vaccine this week, so let's just take that. Because if you think about it, right, that's great job security, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. If you can sit there and go, "Yeah, Gaffer, it's this is going to take about five or six years to, to develop, and there's only me and Jim who can do it." So, you know, see you in five years. See you in five. Just leave us alone. Come back in like five years. We'll I'm send you a couple of updates via email. Don't don't bother coming down. Mm. Just stay where you are. <laughs> And and in the meantime, for like five and a half of those years, they're just like playing PlayStation and you know having mastered and g- all kinds of games. Yeah, like like becoming chess masters they and go keep doing those like DNA str- strings and sending it. Going, <laughs> look, this is where we're up to, and it's, <laughs> cutting dinosaurs yeah. together and all kinds. They just become masters of any yeah. trade they want, and in like six years they come back and they just go. Sure, so it's all done, mate. Done. Do you know what? We got it done for you in five years and eleven months. Yeah. We've really yeah. done it this time. And I just feel like basically they've they've exposed themselves now and now, you know, it's that it's gonna be that thing of like, we need a vaccine, mate, six months. You've you've set the bar. Mm. And I, if if you if you if you take any longer, then I'll I'll 
I'll just get someone else. Let's be honest, there isn't six months. It's been a bit longer, hasn't it? No, but eight. I think the thing is, I guess one side of it is that they've had a hell of a lot of resources poured into it that is not normally poured into it. Yeah. Uh, obviously, some of it is length of time. People like to see a longer period of time. But where the way the way the world is and the economy and everything else and you know lots of people dying throughout the world because of this there is an agency for it and it's if it if it represents the first step of getting some normality back and protecting the most vulnerable then it's it is a really positive step forward sounds, it? sounds good no it, it, is, it is it's all good it's all good it's I've seen i mean i've seen one of the things of football fans back in full capacities before the end of the season with or without gotta, the vaccine. You've got to make people hope though, haven't you? Mm. I mean, for certain people, they, for all we know, that's what we hear. There might be people out there who are like, Alton Towers, full capacity mm. by the end of the oh, summer. Yeah, Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, whatever your audience whatever is. Whatever it is, whatever you're You know, sewing club, full capacity, full capacity yeah. by the end of the year. It's whatever it's, I mean, it's good, isn't it? It's it is, It's a step forward and I think, um, it can only be looked at positively because of it. It's the first one, it's the fits it spikes or whatever, you, however you say it. Their one isn't a fits it um, vaccine that they took. Be something around twenty million doses, I think they said, or something. So it's a good start. And obviously, there's the Oxford vaccine as well that they're looking at. That's been extended a little. Or it's been they've asked someone else to look at it. No, but what it was is what it was is with the Oxford one. They got the uh, the good results by fluke, didn't they? Mm. Basically, yeah. they they just fluked it. They forgot they forgot to give somebody a second dose or something. It's a full, but it was a half. Yeah, yeah. And so it was their thing went up to ninety. Yeah, so when so they did it, going, they need to test the half now. Yeah, they were just um, testing half. But that, I mean, that's good as well if it's progressing as well. So it's good news. It's good news. It's great news. It's we want to get yeah. back to normal. What yeah. um, what are you looking forward to most? This is my question. What are you looking forward to most when we do get back to normal? What little bit of reality, like normal reality, are you looking forward to? Because at the end of the day, that's all this thing is really... I mean, for other people, it's cost a lot of people a lot of things. But for for most people, I just think it's normal reality that it's cost us, isn't it, really? So what, what, what piece of normal reality are you looking forward to most? Getting back? Yeah, it's a, I, I, well, I want to say everything. <laughs> because I think it's only when things are taken away from you that you realise how good... Or, you know, how good those things are that you take for granted, how much you take for granted. I mean, you know, I don't want to keep wear, putting a mask on every time I go in the shop or, you know, things like that, or forgetting a mask on to go back. Or, But normal things and general things will be hugging my mum, things like that. And being able to being able to plant things, that yeah, I think that's a big thing. Is that, going, out, going somewhere. Yeah, but that, going that, somewhere. that's the thing, isn't it? It's like being able to to go on holiday or being able to go to match or, be, or you know make those plans or oh, next weekend should we do this whereas at the moment everything is walking through a summer meadow <laughs> all of that at the moment everything is is literally like a bit of a groundhog day and some people have had a horrific time and whether that be from family loss people who've died or whether it's people's businesses whether it's been jobs I've seen a hell of a lot of jobs at risk, Debenhams, top shop, them kind of things this week. We've seen all of them on top of local businesses. So people have had a really tough time of it. But I think just the, the basic thing of being able to plan your life so that it isn't get up, go to work, come home, 
and repeat. If you go on, a, <laughs> if you go on one of those apps on your phone that, like, you know, like it's a calendar, countdown calendar. It's like all the exciting things. <laughs> Going the shop. That's been on mine, like. Doing the weekly shop at Aldi now, like you'd be able to replace it with like actually going places. Doing hopefully, uh, oh, hopefully. Anyway, like, I mean, I got a notification on my app last night that my local area has changed the uh, the like threat level. Oh yeah, was called. it good or bad? Well, it's tier two it's now. Still we're, tier two. We're tier it basically, two. still says like it's a high risk. Yeah, but everywhere's still like high like risk, isn't yeah. it? You know, keep, I was like, well, hang on. What was the tier three bombs? It don't go up and breathe air because. It, it's very close that, to that. It was, it was very close to that. Essentially, that's what it is. Well, Don't well, mix with people. That's well, what's what, your, I mean, what's your thing? Oh. You know what? Sorry, just another it. one. Having people in the studio, other guests, so it's not just me and you talking all the time. And that that's that's from a biscuit point of view as well. And a biscuit. That's we from a biscuit point of view. You know, getting people in that, that can... Because um, we can go and bring Jaffa cakes in what we like and stuff like that, but sometimes... It's not the same. People it's bring, not a like, gift. When we had the... You weren't in, but Tom, when you were on, on a rare holiday that we were allowed to go to Wales this year, um, during those few weeks when it was relaxed yeah. for a couple of weeks, but Tom Long come in, um, who signed Tom Lod- T. Logic on uh, Twitter, he come in and brought like three different types of biscuits. Biscuits that I wouldn't have bought. And See, that's exciting it's an though, array. isn't it? It's an array. That's exciting. That's very... That, I mean, I mean that's quite Christmassy, that isn't it? Mm. When you get things that, like you know, because we're in the month of December now, that's yeah. quite Christmassy. Getting mm. things that you wouldn't always buy yourself. Yeah, that's it, yeah. And and um, or you get things at Christmas that you know, very much like um, very much like you know, anyone we've been watching the castle, the things they get to eat within the castle and it's get. Incredible, it's it. isn't it? But some of the stuff is like quite posh, but you wouldn't eat it yourself. You and then it's it, yeah. some of the stuff because you got to because you got to make it yourself looks awful yeah. but when you make it, it it ends up being amazing it's that thing you never sit down and eat certain things or buy certain things but when they're presented to you, you and you're given that chance you're like oh this is nice this I is like nice, this yeah. I like this a little bit different but um, well, let's have a little chat about footy and then the middle section let's do a bit of a bit of castle and a bit of Christmas I don't really want to talk no, about football no but I just want to quickly talk about football I don't, I don't I like football I feel like it's a football I podcast. think people are trying to get away from football I don't know if they are I Maybe think you're are. misunderstanding the audience Maybe. I think the audience Maybe. are running for cover they're like footy again oh my god let's not talk about footy footy's rubbish sorry I went a bit ASMR there you did which is did. also I think that's another field we need to get into the money that is, oh, it's incredible. Um, yeah, go on then. Let's let's just talk about Leeds United well, just the, for the, a moment. Go on, I'll let, I'll let you. I'll well, let you get into game, it. Obviously, it's like it's that thing, isn't it? Of the game, uh, especially from what we do. It's the, you know you, you do have to talk about it every day, and you know, but we do. That's, but I think as the game gets further away, you start thinking about it more clearly, and you get a little bit of that thing for like next week. But you know, last weekend, do, do you think it was as bad as what you first thought when? But that first hour after the game, when you, your emotions are, you're frustrated and you're it's upset because you've lost. It wasn't. No, I, I. To be honest, I think after the game, I was quite reasonable. I think my, my, um, my outlook on the whole thing was that was. We, listen, we had a really good. We had a really good start to the season, mm. and it's obviously levelled off, right? I think what we hoped for last week was to try and get into another little run, whether it be mm. pick up a couple of wins. Not like the run we had at the beginning of the season, but pick up a couple of wins, a couple of draws here and there, just have that steady run of picking up points I'm most points, weeks. Yeah, yeah. And that still might happen. Mm. Leeds might have been a blip. 
But obviously when you look at December, the fixtures you get, you do look and go, oof. But that happens every year. And I remember this got this time last year, playing Leicester, playing Liverpool. And then we and then we hit like Chelsea, Chelsea United, Arsenal, beat Chelsea, drew United away, Man United at um, drew at Arsenal, home. Uh, yeah. Leicester we went out on pens, and then we beat Burnley Boxing Day, and you know narrowly got beat by one Manchester as well. Yeah, one in Newcastle, yeah. narrowly got beat by Manchester City. So it wasn't a terrible December, even though it looked terrible. Um, I I think after this game, I think there was a bit of realism for me about where we actually are, yeah. and that that's taken away from you sometimes. I mean, it's mad. Every year you just fall for it, don't you? It doesn't matter if it's your own team or another team. You just you fall into that trap of like forgetting that the top teams are the top teams for a reason. Mm-hmm. They have great squads and they normally have slow starts because they generally buy players and they integrate them. Um, obviously, the best teams don't always have slow starts because mm-hmm. they don't need a lot of integration. And and I think it's just for me, it's just now looking at that team going. Actually, do you know what? expectations need to come down massively because that team's only got four players in that have been brought in from, by the manager and the rest, are, well not the rest, but a lot of those players are average and the bench is massively average mm. and actually we need to just bring down, because the manager's not a miracle worker and he's also not somebody who is someone who's got a track record of dragging a team up. He's got to bring in players. He'll bring in the right players, I believe, and he'll bring in and that will help Everton become a good team if he's if if he's allowed to and he's and it happens quick. It can't happen over four years, because it just can't. For football you can't build teams over four years now. Mm-hmm. Pro, you know, you need to do it. I think in the in the in the meet in the early stage you have to do it quickly. You have to get that base level down I think mm-hmm. quite quickly now to establish yourself so that's what I, think, answer, isn't it? I think it's a bit of that I think it's just a bit of realisation and a bit of realism now coming into it going we, we, we are and to be fair I did say after 10 game, 9 10 games I would have a look and see where we are and even early on in the season when I was getting asked these questions when we were flavour of the month my stock answer was we're trying to get Europe and I think mm. we're still in that position we're still trying to get Europe. We're not. Listen, we're, I think we're eighth place at the moment, are we? Something mm. like that. Three points up, and mm. you know you're in the top four. Three points nine, and you're in the bottom mm. six or seven. Mm. That's just the way the Premier League is at the moment. So I'm sort of, I'm just sitting here thinking, if we can just start getting a win and a draw, and you know, it, it, it'll take care of itself. But um, I don't. I think, <laughs> I think any ideas of being, you know, tra- you know just becoming this amazing team we're just gone now yeah it's, it's the course of the season gone we're in sitting in the middle of a, a European fight you'd say because the points put us there mm. so that's how we have to look at it and as disappointing as the weekend was and it was on another day Everton could have won the game on another day we could have lost heavily but mm. that's the way it is isn't it they took the chance and um, it's uh, you know half chance even but they won the game and I think one disappointing stat is that we've conceded so many goals. Jordan Pickford's conceded so many goals from outside his box. Yeah. Um, some of that will be down to him, and some of that will be down to the way we defend. And I think both of those things need to, I think you need to work hand in hand for um, 
to get that. I think in, it's I think it's a, something like the seventeenth goal he's let in outside of his box since he come or something. Or it might be pretty bold on that. That's that. I mean, I, I, obviously, I don't have the figures in front of me to com- compare and. Well, Allison's let one in. Yeah, so that's a difference. But how many shots has he faced? I don't know. See, that's that's, just that's the ultimate thing, isn't yeah. it? I don't, I'm not necessarily. I'm just saying he's let a lot in from outside of his box, but that's not. Allison never plays. No, that's probably why. <laughs> but it's not just. It's not just down to Jordan Pickford. It's down. No, it's to, aggression. It's down to Everton defending as well, and that's what we showed at the weekend. But hopefully the manager will be able to get a system playing. I think we need to go back to four at the back. I'd, I'd said the other week we could play three five two, but that was with Luca Dean playing and with James Coleman playing. Um, but I think maybe just go back to the flat back four and start trying to be tough to beat so that if you if you can't win the game, you don't lose the game. Because at the top end of the pitch with Richarlison, with Calvert-Lewin, with Hammers, you've got an opportunity to win games. Do you believe you, that sometimes, or certainly at the moment, it's been a case of maybe running before we can actually walk? Because I, I think there's a little bit of that in our team. I think we've... I think when... When Carlo Ancelotti come into the team, he went to four four two. Um he knew exactly what he wanted from us. He knew that Dominic Carvin Lewin and the Charleston were gonna score goals. And that system would hopefully allow us to because obviously off the back of what Duncan had done, mm. keep it nice and simple for the players, keep a nice structure, try and keep the you know, the opposition down to a few goals, which I think we did in the main. Yeah, you know, I think we we still weren't the tightest ship. Of course, we weren't. We still conceding goals. I think that's been a theme all the way through Carlo Ancelotti's tenure at Everton. We've never looked defensively secure, really. But do you think that he's he's now because of coming into the season, having players like Hamas Rodriguez available to him, with Charles and Dominic Carvalho Lewin, that he's he's sort of almost sacrificing the defense and thinking, well, will we allow will outscore them or not outscore them in terms of like you know we'll win five four, but mm. almost that idea of well if we're playing on the front foot. That will stop the opposition scoring goals, you know. Because I, I, to me, I, I do look, I do look at it and think, I don't know how hard they 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 they're working and trying to defend. Um, I don't know whether it's a, a conscious decision from him to mm. do that. I think just the way, I think it's like anything. If you try to be more expansive, it's there's gonna be a. There's gonna be holes appearing. If mm. you try to be more defensive, you're not gonna score as many goals. It's at the top end, and the best teams find the right balance for that. Mm. And I mean, you look at the you look at the way um, thingy. You look at the way Liverpool have done it. Yeah. So Liverpool have done it with Klopp making making sure yeah. they've got a structure the way they play, and then he's bought better players in those positions, and the goals have come down. I think back to say like Klopp's first season, they. Conceded something like thirty-one goals from set plays. Mm. He was using, he was using yeah, yeah. marking and all that. And over the years, that's got less, less, yeah, less, yeah. less. Look at Jose Mourinho now at uh, at Spurs. You know they've sacrificed a little bit of their attack and flair to be solid. And but he knows mm. that at the top end of the pitch, he's got Gareth Bale, he's got Son, he's got Kane, he's got Lucas Moura, who can all weigh in with goals. Yeah, yeah. I think for us, we're still trying to find the right blend. A at the back. It comes down to what kind of what we said pre-season was that we didn't have any replacement for Seamus Coleman, mm. you know. And now, unfortunately, we've lost Luca Dean as well. So the one area where we're quite strong is centre back. Or sorry, where we've got a lot, <laughs> we've of, got a lot of players. None of them are really pulling up any trees at the minute. But we've got a lot of options in there. 
but we haven't got any kind of options at right back. And we also know that in the midfield when we're playing four three three, Gomez started really well, but there's nobody else you can mm. really go in that role and and has took a chance in there. So we just look a little bit lopsided, and I think caught between the devil and the deep blue sea at the minute he doesn't know whether to he's looking for solutions you can see that but he, i think he's, he's trying to maybe overthink some things instead of just going back to basics and then seeing where we are but we're still we're right in there quarter of the season gone we're in a good position if we're still in this kind of position the at the end of january and halfway through then you'd be looking and going i'll tell you what we've yeah, got a shot at your don't field. get me wrong after 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 that kind of after halfway if we were if if we were sim in a similar position, mm-hmm. I'd be a lot more confident yeah. in what's going on. I just feel it's just really hard at the moment to determine where we are because mm-hmm. because it feels like it was a start, and now we've we we're in a bad run. So good and then so yeah, bad. exactly. So it doesn't feel so it doesn't feel against that way balance. It doesn't feel balanced. It mm-hmm. doesn't feel like we've like we won a couple, then we lost a couple. It just feels like we had a great start. And that, that starts getting your mind thinking, oh, did we just have a good start? And it was because everyone else had co- has caught up with us now and is all, you know, do you know what I mean? It's like after half of the games, obviously we'll have a better idea yeah. because it'll all have settled down a little bit. But that means that we've got to, we have to improve. And we have to improve, but of course you improve. You improve over a season anyway. You, that's what you're supposed to do. You can't make any determinations. You can look at the situation if it's like this time last year and go, you've had enough. Because the person in charge has has had enough time to put something in place, and mm. it's clearly not working. Um, but it'll just be—I just want them to get some kind of balance because I just feel like at the moment it's just—it you—you know—you're right. The 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 players not being there is the biggest thing. It's more about who's not playing than who is playing. But you've got to find solutions, haven't you? And you've got to find solutions quickly, mm. especially when it's something like Luca Dean. It's not a case of. Um, it's not a case of he's going to be out for a couple of weeks, like you know, or like he was suspended or when Charles was suspended. Mm. And I think this is where the this is where Carlo Ancelotti's got to start earning his money now, and be start knowing what his best eleven is. I suppose with you know at the moment, I think the 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 worrying question what you're saying was it just a good start. But that was when we had our best eleven, basically. Yeah, no, so I, we won yeah. a lot of games, and then what you'd say is since the derby, Hammers hasn't been the same. Been no. injured, carrying an injury, and we went into a period of losing our best players. So, so the first five games, we won four of them and drew one. We had our best team. The second five games, we haven't had that. We've had six out in some games mm. and five. And this squad, with like you said before, and you've said on other programs, you know this. That squad finished 12th last season. And he's brought four players in and it's got us into a better position. But players A, players are still underperforming the other ones who were coming in because there is a little bit of quality in that Everton squad. Others, there's just pure averageness Mm. despite being on big wages and being an expensive Do you think then it's a case of finding... Just finding something... Well, I mean, it sort of goes back to what I've just said. Finding... Mm. Then Koeman... Cooman's first year, he was having the same problems. No man, and it doesn't matter what you think about Ron Cooman. In that first season, he was having the same problem. He 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 got to the Wofford game, and it was funny enough. It was about now the Wofford game wasn't it? We got beat three two away at Wofford. No, it was after Christmas. We got to the thingy. No, it was before Christmas. It was, oh, was it December? Was it no, early? It was December, early it December. Been, right, we, Sorry, we, beat, it was. we beat West Ham, hadn't we? And then yeah. 
and then, kind of the Allardyce and then we had, one. and then the next, yeah. I think the next game after that was the Arsenal game, which we won. Which we won, yeah. I think we that got was, beat on United. Yeah. And then it, we, you know, coined the phrase "the mm-hmm. circle of shite," mm-hmm. essentially, because mm-hmm. all that was happening was he was bringing players in and taking them out. But and but then at, after that Watford game, he basically he went right. On, I've had enough now. Mm. And that's when he started getting rid of players, yeah. going, you're not playing, you're not playing, you're not playing. Yeah. And he got started bringing players in. He brought Mason Holgate in, he brought Tom Davis into the team, um, or in and around the team mm-hmm. after that. Dom. Dom, yeah. Players, they started coming in, and other players, he was like, I've had enough of you. And I always, I almost feel like Carlos got out that sort of same epiphany, mm-hmm. where it's, it's... Enough's enough. Enough's enough now, right? Mm-hmm. Sigurdsson, no more, yeah. right? You know... Whoever else, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and start naming names. I could be here all week. But he starts going, this, these set of players are fine, but I'm that I'm going to bring Anthony Gordon in. I'm going to bring uh, Sims in. I'm going to start using Nkunku. I'm going to start using this set of players instead of this set of players because actually this set of players are on the way out anyway. Mm. They're going. I don't need them anymore. And I'm going to make it very clear that that's the f- this is where we're going mm. now. The players I'm bringing in, they mightn't be they mightn't be the future, but for the meantime, they're gonna be what that what drives this club forward. And I don't know whether we're at that moment. I don't know whether he's that manager. I don't even know whether that's a good idea. But I do feel like at some point he's gonna have to stop just going because we you just been saying it about the best team started with with Andre Gomez. Now whether he's whether I mean, he has come out himself and said he he still doesn't feel right, mm. and he's whether that leads to confidence problems or not being able to. I don't know. It could be something like he doesn't push himself as much in training, or because he just feels like he's he's not confident not very, in his yeah. body or something. Mm. But at some point, you've got to go. Well, do you know what? I'm going to play you all the time, or I'm not going to play you. But what I'm not going to do is keep circling mm. and go. You're in. You're out. You're in. You're out. I j- I just would like to see him just make that decision when he goes, do you know what? I'm playing three in midfield. One of them is Tom Davis. The other two are Alan Decore. And this is the way, we, do you know what I mean? Rather mm. than just going, we're going to play three at the back and then we're going to play a Wobie on the, and then we're going to swap a, I, I don't, I don't really think that helps. That's a little bit scattergun approach, isn't it? You're hoping to, you're hoping you stumble upon something by doing that there is. What I'd like to see him do is just I've said it before this week. If you're left footed, you're left back, end of. And if you you know, you play you play on the right, you play on the right. Not oh I'll try you there and then I'll try you there and I'll try you. And then if he does that, most of the team will settle down. Hmm. And then you can if someone's then having a really bad time, you just swap them out. If it's a centre back, if it's Michael Keane and he's struggling, you go, right, well Yerry Mean is having a go now because you're you've had your turn. But if the rest of the team is is basically the same. I think you can do a thing. What we we've had to do in the last few weeks is swap two or three out. Like last Saturday against Leeds, we had Luca Dean out. We made three changes. You know, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I went back out the team for Mason Holgate, but then a Wobi went from right wing back to left wing back. Tom Davis came in from the cold and started yeah, at right yeah. wing back. So I just don't think it helps, especially you're playing against a team like Leeds who don't give you the second. They looked like they'd all played together and need a system. And that's it, isn't it? It would be really. <laughs> Listen, if you lose a player like Luca Dean, but you've got, say, another nine players that you're confident in, then I don't think... Luca Dean's a huge miss. He's one of the best left-backs, one of the best full-backs, one of the best attacking players in Europe, as far mm. as I'm concerned. His numbers prove that. 
I think if you lose him from a side, it's going to hurt you. But if that side is pretty much the same and people know what their jobs are and it is a case of swapping one player for another player, and yes, that player will have less quality because that's just the nature of it, at least it doesn't hurt the team as much mm. rather than what you've just said. You swap them out and then you're moving all the pieces down the table. And I think that's... Maybe maybe he's looks at it and he's just like, I haven't... I, I don't know... What, what you know I haven't got a defined sort of idea yet but I just feel like he, he, he one of the things he should have maybe is an idea of who who is who his best players are and maybe just stick with them settle on it yeah just settle on it it's difficult because obviously he might look and train them and they all might be of a similar quality mm-hmm. and he's thinking oh, I'll try him there and it might work but I think he does have to make just a couple of harsh decisions and just go like this is what we're doing mm-hmm. Um and this is how we're going to do it. And I think if he does that, I think the team will settle a little bit. And like I said before, you've got, you know, we've got the Premier League top goal scorer up front. Yeah. So when we, and the Charleston is well underperforming at the moment. Dominic Carvalho scored as many goals as Arsenal. Yeah, but there you go. And he's under, Ritchie's massively underperforming. One goal in 10 Premier uh, See, I, I think he had a poor game on Saturday, but so. I don't necessarily think he's underperforming. I just think he's a, being out wide, and don't forget he's missed three games through suspension. I think he co- he should have a couple of more goals, but I'm not I'm not massively bemoaning the fact that he hasn't got the numbers he had last year just because of his position this season and where that is. Um, but he, in the first half of last year, he played wide left. No, I know, but so, then it was more like it felt like it felt like there was more pressure on him to score, and maybe I don't know whether he needs that pressure on him to score. Mm. Um, I'm, but I'm, what I'm saying is he's proven since he's been at Everton that he can get us goals. He's got 28 goals in two and a bit seasons for us in the league, so he's proved he can oh, score. Oh, I think he'll get... I think he's been... So, very, therefore... I think he's been very unlucky. If you, keep it, if you keep your structure right, then you've got him and Dom, and you've got Hammers, who's already got three goals. Pro- proving that Everton have got goals in them. But I just think we're, un- we're undoing some of the good work by overcomplicating it. That's, that's what I think. And yeah. then hopefully this weekend... It'll be different, but uh, yeah. Ned, have you there thought you of a question? Yeah, I've thought of a few. I've got, I've got backup for me backups. Oh, go on then. We'll, we'll keep it simple. <laughs> go on then. You, do you both watch I'm a Celebrity? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Who, who's your favourite I'm a Celebrity camp mate and why? Oh, that's a good. That's, that's a, see, that's a, a good, good question good because question. it's that's relative fancy, fancy. and it means you don't have to think about it too mm. much. Go on, Baz. I'll let you start because you are the. Uh, this is the first year I've watched it. Yeah, I love it. I do love it. I've watched most of them. Um, I've got two that I really like. Okay. One female, one male. I think Giovanna is absolutely brilliant because I think she's she's like quite steady. She'll do anything. I think she comes across really nice. I think she's quite steady. She was great at throwing fish guts on off while at Vernon Kay last night. Mm. Um, and I like Vernon Kay. Okay. I like Fernand and I like Jordan no, I like a few of them but I think my favourite two will, will probably be Giovanna and Vernon who do you think is going to win? I hope it's not Shane Ritchie um, why? I don't, why? he's been alright but I just think he's, he's massively playing up and I, 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 who do I think I think I did think Jordan was going to win. I no, thought it was not a chance. No, I thought the first few yeah, days yeah. he was nailed he on, peaked. but he's gone. He's, he's, he's peaked. And they've cut it. I know there's been a lot oh, of... Oh, the Edithons. There's been a lot of stuff in the last day or so about rigging towards Shane Ritty. I don't know why anyone would want Shane Ritty to win anything, yeah. but ITV have kept giving him more airtime. The others have disappeared. Yeah. But I think Giovanna's got a chance of winning. Yeah, yeah. 
but I don't know. Well, I, I will answer it, but what I would say is mm. that editing thing, I mean, as the only person in this room who has been on a reality TV show, mm. um, editing is a really big thing. Editing yeah. can make... Ned's looking at me going, what reality mm. TV show did you go on to? Um, he was on Desperate Housewives. I was, yeah. I was one of the, the housewives. Um, Scousewives. Yeah. Um, so go on, yeah. It, it, it editing, can. well, it, it, it's everything. It's absolutely everything. It's already been proven in, like, Big Brother and stuff when that was mm. like, at its peak. They can portray you in any way they want to portray anybody. Mm. Like, they can... Well, I'm not even... I don't mean even that a bad thing. No, but, like, no. that... Listen, I'm, I'll be honest with you, I'm watching it, but I forget half the name. The girl yeah. who was the Paralympian. Holly. Holly, yeah. yeah. She went out of it, right, without as much of a wimp as a whimper, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there was the, the, she was never sort of, they Fun, never put anything on it. They never, mm. like, sat down and just had really, very rarely just having a normal conversation. Mm. Whereas Jordan North in the first few days... First of all, he throws up, of course, and that's mm. like, well, you've got to see that. And then the first, and he gets, then he gets caught up to the to the bush trucker trial, or that's mm. just the trial, or whatever it's yeah, called. Yeah, yeah. And it's like him all hysterical and everything. Yeah, yeah. So he's gonna be on the TV with that. So that him being sick gets them. Then the 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 people who are watching are like, well, we want to see more of him because yeah. he makes us laugh. Whereas the girl didn't because she mm. just did the, the thing in the first place. Her. And that's the thing. Do you know what I mean? It's like it all comes from clever editing and. How, how, yeah, simply how they betray you. And because that girl was quiet in the first few days and isn't, maybe isn't an extrovert, the people at home are like, well, I, I don't really want to see you that mm. much. Do you know what I mean? And and so it, it does come down. You've to also it. got to give them something to put you on with. If you're not doing anything, but you, how do you know they're not doing No, I know, but I'm just saying, I know that there is that, but yeah. I'm just saying, you might, they might, she might just be a quiet. No, no, girl. She, not, was, she was good. No, I, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's not, that's where these things are really. I mean, I know it's not, this is not a, it's not like one of those shows that I know it has done previous in the past by introducing people mm. that have stayed the pot, but even the people he introduced didn't even stay at the pot. It's no. just a very lovely year this year, isn't it? I think yeah. it's, I think that's probably just the way they wanted it. People probably wouldn't have time for bitchiness, but, no. um, I, I like Vane and Kay because I'll tell you no. why I like Vane and Kay because I just think he's being himself yeah. and it's not he's not over the top he's not um, he's he, there's, there's no airs or graces about him mm. he seems like a nice fella yeah. uh, some of his stories are funny um, and he's, he's just being himself I don't mind Shane Ritchie but he is quite loud but I have no problem with that mm. clearly um, and even though he's a even though he's like from down south, they, he, there's a very like northern thing about him as well because mm. he played a lot of like Blackpool and stuff. I think Jordan North peaked, yeah. Because I think what happened was he came in, he threw up, he done the trial, mm. he was like, it looked like he was gonna faint after time and everything. And then and then he's now and then he did the whole thing of when he didn't get the trial and it was everyone was like, yeah, you know, made they were all made you. up for him. Yeah. And since then. He's almost became like I'm one of the top dogs now because I got the camp. I got one of the first challenges, and he's by doing that, um, he's gone. You see less of him now because he's mm. not being pushed. Where's the other no. girl you've just been talking about? Um, she is going. She's on an upward she's trajectory because she did that that style with Vernon Kay and stuff, and um, she's and she's seemed dead down That's to earth. I mean. And even true. like, and I, I, I would say, Baz, I have been looking at your some of your Google searches, and you have been fully looking at a lot of uh, the songs 
Well, the one song that you think. <laughs> I, I like that song for the first time. But even that stuff's dead. Song. Even that stuff's dead nice, though. It's like it, there's a proper heart to it. Yeah, he's bo- like Tom's boss here, fella. Like. She does seem like a nice person. Uh, I, to be honest, mate, I just, I've watched it every year, and normally there's a couple I can't stand. I yeah. just think I can't have you yeah, for yeah. a second. And yet, I don't think there's... A, the only one I don't really like, like real, it, and I don't like dislike him, I just think, what's the point? I'm amazed he's still there. Is that agent? Oh, he should have been out straight away. I on the first night, I was like, "What's he doing here?" He's just—he's absolutely he here? nothing. He does not. John Boren should be his name. Could, he does not. He like could be the editing. He's just Imagine there. His name was John Boren. That'd be great name. Would it though? I don't know. Make what? You, all you do is make your mind up. Disprove that you're not born. It's easy. But what if you went? What if you went too far and started living a lifestyle? That, that doesn't suit, yeah, because actually you are boring, but you're trying yeah. to constantly prove people wrong. Yeah. Well, then you just need to be comfortable in your skin, don't you? But I just think he, he's more interested in looking at himself in the mirror, which is fine, but he doesn't actually do anything no, else. He do anything. If he was doing that and doing other things, you go, I'm, I'm amazed he's still in. I, I, I just don't, I can't believe that. I, see, I really like Victoria Darbyshire. I was amazed. I thought she was, was going to come second. I thought she'd be in like the top yeah. five. I didn't know whether, the, see, the thing with these shows as well. And this is why I'm amazed that Jessica, who I almost, I will really liked as well, but she was just a bit... No shower scenes? No. This year? Um, and for the ladies or the men or whatever. But the thing about it is, I normally with these, if you've got a following, soap stars yeah. normally do quite well. So she normally, or you would have thought, would be there till like near the end-ish. That's why I couldn't believe she went and AJ stayed. Yeah. But also... I just really like Victoria yeah, Davis because I she was, just seemed, and she went to Liverpool Uni and all that, but she just seemed dead uh, down to it. I was amazed. Really enjoyed I thought she'd get second. I didn't. never thought she was going to win, but mm. I did think, but then I, I just thought to myself, well, maybe people just thought she was boring. Like, maybe, I, I, I actually, I'm actually amazed Mo Farah's still in there. Because <laughs> I, I actually, because I, I think he's great, don't get me wrong, mm. but I don't, he doesn't do much. He doesn't do much, like, and it's funny in the pub bit, though, wasn't it? Yeah. That was funny. Like, I mean, that was, singing was terrible, wasn't it? But that, Jessie Girls singing was terrible. Oh, it was, poor. I was but like, she had to go though, didn't she? She, but went she was in it. a band. I know. I, I was like, oh, this will be I good. Forgot she was in a band. She was in a band. Oh, I was like, oh my god, she's tone deaf. She just sang the wrong key, totally. And that song is easy to sing. Not, uh, not the way. <laughs> That's... I don't mean the way. I don't mean the way Mariah Carey sings it, obviously. But what I mean is no. singing the the right tune yeah. is quite easy, and she made it quite difficult. Yeah. But uh, she wasn't as bad as I've not, see, I, I never watched it. Do you know and what? Was I don't really. I've. I. I'll be honest with you. I've never. I'm ne- I've never massively. I've never been massive fans of Ant and Dech. Yeah. I used to when they used to do SMTV and when they had this show on Channel Four. Mm. Um, and obviously, you know, Biker Gold, PJ Biker Gold. Me eyes, man. Me eyes. I can't see, man. I can't see. Honey. I can remember that. I remember, I remember that episode so clearly. I remember them going around the castle. Funny, that was a castle. Mm. It was a castle. A and they were going around the castle, and it was like this paintball, and there was this girl, and she'd been after him because he jilted her or something like that. And I just remember it dead clear. It was like you knew something was going to happen because they all going around. It was like when paintball was like a big thing. Mm. And it was just like, I can't see him, man. I can't see him. And it was just like, and it was just, that was, that, that was the last one in the series. Jeff was going mad, I imagine. With his, with his chops. Mm. And it wasn't actually till. And then I went off them in a bit. I, ne- I never watched the jungle stuff. I just found mm. it. I found the setup of it highly uh, annoying. Really? Because I, I think it's just because, I don't know, but this year is different because I feel like it is a bit like 
everyone's in it together and because it feels a little bit more homely and stuff. And I, I hate the, these shows when they purposely sort of chuck someone in to cause murder. Do you know what I mean? I, I, I don't find that. I don't find that it entertaining. And that, to be honest, though, I've like I said, I've seen, I've watched most of them, if not all of them. And for the last few years, there hasn't really been any money who's Bluff. caused it. Because when Harry Redknapp was in there, yeah. it was brilliant. Harry Redknapp was but brilliant. But I feel so. like, to be fair to you, I mean, I don't watch them. So yeah, 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 But yeah, I feel yeah. like TV's gone like that massively anyway. Because, like, you know what you don't have in t- a lot of TV now is, no, especially in, like, say, something like Strictly Come Dancing mm. or, I mean, I've not watched X Factor for years or anything no, like that. No, but know. what I used to have was, the judge who was like a horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't have that anymore. Especially like strictly. Are getting bored of it? I don't know if it's people getting bored. I think people are getting. I think it's just that idea of we can't have this anymore. We can't have the someone. Levels, we can't yeah. have it. It's not acceptable to be mm. in that. See, ins- the jungle one. Tony Hadley was in it. You know, true. You know, Tony Hadley, and he was in it with Lady Colin Campbell. Which, yeah. which was mad. See, that's a right. Who? And she was. She was some. Yeah, yeah. Thing of the royal or whatever she. Had. But. She was horrible yeah. to him, like bullying. It was horrific, honestly. It was hard to watch was some it, yeah. of it because he was just like, it's not whether he's a nice fella or he isn't a nice fella, but he was just in there yeah, trying yeah. to just like enjoy it. And he would like start singing. She'd say things like, no, very good singer, are you? And stop singing, you drive me mad and all. And he was, he could see him getting a bit like, oh, all right, yeah, sorry. And then she'd like keep going mm-hmm. at him and then she was trying to pull like Karen Dyer into a camp and a few others and it was it become like you'd watch him be a bit little bit once you've got care and die in your camp you're sorted but it became a little bit uncomfortable and then they have kind of moved away from that it's been a little bit more but i i've always i always it's but it's easy telly it's funny and i suppose that's probably one of the reasons why i've watched it this year mm. because there's very there's nothing else to watch and i thought well it'll be something to pass and it's something different but what the one thing i was going to say about yeah. them too is uh, the reason why i i, I can well, I, not, I can more than tolerate them now. Mm. Is um, they're acceptable to me? Is I watched that promo. I remember telling you about it. It was about Aunt McPartland's um, family oh, tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And obviously, he's got a very similar name to mine. Mm. mine missing one letter. Yeah. And he went to Ireland and he found out basically this is town in Ireland where everyone, basically everyone in there, is either McPartland, McPartland, or Mac, it, all variations. But whatever the variation is, it's it is. We're all related essentially. Yeah. So I'm. It, it only they only dropped it when he comes to England. Yeah, yeah. Right. I, I it mean, just my, and I, I believe my great grandfather only added a letter when he came here because he was trying to escape mm. from something. I've mm-hmm. been told. I don't know the whole story. Um, so I, I found that very interesting. But what happened halfway through that was they were doing it, and then it was like, and this is when I bec- this is when um, the alcoholism came out of it, yeah. and I, they said they had to stop the program for like eighteen months and all the stuff he went through, and I found it very, very interesting, very eye opening. Um, you know that he, he was, he, it's that started through an injury, the drugs. He started oh yeah, yeah. Taking the thingy, and he was taking that many drugs. He got in, he injured himself, the stress and all that. Yeah, anyway, yeah. was like he's starting to have a bevy. But he also had an injury, so he started taking yeah. painkillers. And he was d- then he was like trying to cover himself, and he knew he was making mistakes, so he was having more. Yeah, yeah. And one night he said he stood up off the couch, and next morning he was in an ambulance, he didn't know where he was, and his like moods changed and everything, and the drink and all that. And he's, he has had a listen, the, the, you know, he's, he's privileged, of course, he is, but he has had a, a bit of a tough time as well. And he's made massive mistakes as well, obviously, but some of the stuff that's gone on through it. But they do address it in that programme, and it was quite, I thought it was quite interesting when they were like, 
we didn't know whether we were going to finish this because of yeah that's that's what they the said in the show like, yeah yeah and I, yeah so um so yeah i mean i like them i think that they're, they're easy to watch they're obviously a bit slapstick isn't it but it's easy to watch and it's just it always reminds me of this time of year so i think it's good it's good it's been funny Ned, that was a good question. That was a good question. Then. Hey, well, Ned, up. we'll give you the opportunity. Have you been watching it? I've watched the first three episodes, but I've right, not let's enjoyed anything. Put the fade on. Yeah, put the fade on. The worst answer I've ever heard. Forget it. I, mean, Forget, I thought, like, you know, they you might know. have had something. That was a good question. Pity you haven't added anything, but there you go. Um, yeah, so it is. It is December. It's December, and the, it's acceptable to talk about Christmas now, I think. I know what you're... You, no, no, it, it, it is... Ex- it's, do you know what's funny? It's acceptable. But at the same time, I still don't feel quite Christmassy. That's weird. The year's weird, though, I no, think. No, it is. It's I just weird. still... Because I keep thinking... It's the weirdest year. I keep it? thinking, like, the transfer window's still miles away. No. And it's, like, four weeks four away. Weeks and then there's other things, and you're like... Because it's because, we've said before, we've had no... That, like, subconscious calendar, that's in your mind. We do that, and then we get to there, and you do that, and then you do that. And the, and the year goes on that loop, doesn't yeah. it? And it, this year... For everybody, no I'm loop. sure there's no there's no loop. We've got no like there's no loop. Yeah. There's no loop. There's but it's there's a daily loop. And it's purgatory, it. and it's just purgatory. It's just doing the same thing every single day, mm. every day. It's and it's boring. It's mad, isn't it? Even even it's just boring. I mean, I know. And but what's good now is is I mean today you're saying about the vaccine and everything. Now there's hope. It's, there's games today um, that are gonna have fans in there. Today, in the, in the lower because I've seen Liverpool. Yeah. Are, Liverpool have said they still haven't had clearance to have anyone in the game at the weekend, which is it's Wednesday and they're playing. I it. believe they've picked they've picked the fans, haven't they? Because I think I had I think Paul Paul Machen from the Red Men, he said he hadn't been picked, so obviously they must they must know must have picked. Um, but so they haven't all, had the clearance. No, I mean, but I know that there's games tonight. Can I, well, can I ask you this on, then, just on that because it is football related. We've we've seen it. This shootout, you know, we're out, we're out of lockdown now. Therefore, elite sport, elite and elite sporting events can have fans yeah. in apparently. And yet, we've got a situation where Friday night Aston Villa are playing Newcastle. And it looks like the game may be postponed yeah. because of a cold. Well, it is it's off. It's off, isn't it? Is it? They confirmed it now. I knew that it was highly yeah, likely. Yeah. And. That seems just a little bit mad to me that we're talking about putting people in the stadium. No, no, you're right. We're still feeling effects in the game. So those. No, players, no, you're absolutely, uh, you're absolutely right. But I think, I think, I think the thing for that is rightly or wrongly is it's you've, you, and I think this is where it falls into the tier system in a way is mm. you take each thing on its own merit. So it's that mm. idea of well. If you're if this if those players are infected, then of course you don't, you can't, can't have them play. anywhere. You can't. Everyone needs to be isolated. The whole of the new, you know, the whole of the Newcastle squad. You imagine will be isolated now if they've all been mm. mixed in. The coaching. Everyone and apparently, will, it's only ten days now, isn't it? Yeah. So we, you're gonna have everyone, oh, everyone self isolating for that time, which means the fix you can't go ahead. I suppose the difference with um, having someone in there is having people in there is that those people shouldn't be anywhere near anyone else once mm, they're in the stadium. You would imagine that want your ticket, you'll probably be nowhere near anyone take, else other than someone who's in your family. Take Goodison. Yeah. Do you think they'll have the exit gates open where you go in then? So you're not going through the tight turnstiles? 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then maybe I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, interesting. Like that it? whole thing has got to be looked at really. Cle- uh, look, looked at because that's the most important bit. The bit, the bit where you sit now watching the game it should be out the way. That should be fine. It's the, it's the getting into the stadium without mm. actually coming into contact with anybody else. Or really, anything, really, with anything, you yeah. shouldn't be touching any hard surfaces or mm. anything. And then, or even if you, I suppose if you did touch, if you did go through the same style. Once you got through to the side, I imagine then there'll That's be hand sanitizer for you to, to sort out, yeah. and, you know, and all that kind of thing, and antibacterial and all that. Well, there's the final thing on this, because Marcelo Bielsa mm. come out and said, nobody should be allowed any fans in at the moment because... It's an unfair advantage. It's unfair. You're, you're changing the rules of the competition. I, I think? do because I, some cities are in. No, no. I, well, there's only, there's only Liverpool and London who can who can have fans. Nine teams, though, or ten teams. I yeah, think I think it's, it's only right. Liverpool and London can actually right. have teams in the Premier League. And it is, it is, I suppose, an unfair advantage. But it, I suppose, t- is two thousand people really going to lift the players? I mean, it's probably going to give the players something, mm. but. It's a difficult. You know one. what though? It'll be. It will be loud. You know because because it'll be quiet. Because it's quiet. Yeah. So and then players have been playing where yeah. it's the odd voice. If you've then got two thousand people mm. and maybe a thousand of them mm. shout because they've said singing and shouting will be allowed because you'll have a mask on and you're mm. away from each other. They can't. They're not going to stop it. It could be. It could, could be, be louder than what people think. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens. Mm. I've not heard anything. Uh, to be honest, I don't even know. Do we have to opt in or opt out of the ballot? I, I honestly don't know. Communicate ever. Well, please. maybe they'll wait for to see if Liverpool do actually get clearance because no one, no, if anyone will get clearance, it'll be them. Um, okay, yeah. Burnley. Let's just finish off Burnley yeah, on Saturday. Yeah. Let's hope it's not a happy place. Hey, hey, happy place now for. Um, difficult game. We always know when we go to Burnley, it's gonna be a tough game. Got be there last year. Mm. Uh, although the before we did win five one there, didn't we? So, um, we know what we're gonna face. We know we're gonna face a very Tough, resilient, resilient side. Um, They've won one game this season, but at the same time, we shouldn't, you know, we shouldn't take them for granted because they'll try and bully us and they'll try and do the do they'll try and do the things that we don't like, which is get in our faces, deep set pieces into the box, try and let's be honest, cause Jordan Pickford as much trouble as they can. so it's going to be a tough game. It will be a tough game. A tough game, no matter what, because whether they'd won or they hadn't won. Mm. We know, obviously, it's Everton have lost three out of the last four, I think, at Um yeah. So, you know, and that win was the, was the 5-1. It was emphatic. And what we did that day was we got in front. Really, yeah. You know, yeah, he mean, I think after two or three minutes, we were ahead. So that's what we've got to do this time, get the first goal. They're a team that doesn't, generally score a lot of goals so mm-hmm. if you can get ahead against them yeah. then you, you've given yourself a great chance the problem Everton will have apart from what you just said which is absolutely right deep free kicks and bullying pick for this they will be super organised and we aren't yeah. at the moment and that's a big thing and we can change that this Saturday the manager can get us a shape and we can go there and we stay in that shape we will have the quality that they haven't got you know Sean Dice is it's working with both hands behind his back, really, because mm. they don't have any money to bring players in. He lost Jeff Hendrick, who, who had been input, in fact scored against Everton, I think, and didn't he score the winner last year? Wasn't it Jeff Hendrick's goal? Um, back post. At Turf Moore at the back post. You know, he went off to Newcastle on a free. So, 
and he was he was key to them. He yeah. was playing a lot. So for us, get at them. Man City took them apart at the weekend, beat them five 0 We've got players, Dom, Mitchellson, Hammers. Hopefully, the core can get in on the act as well. Um, but we've got to keep it tight at the back, and that's the that's the big thing. You know, we one way to look at it, I guess, if you want to be super optimistic, is that. Saturday was the least goals we've conceded yeah. since Palace away, uh, and it was a goal from 25 yards. So did we defend better? If you watch the game, we didn't really. But that's how you want. You need to look at it and go right. Okay, well, what positives can we? And on another day, Everton could have scored six goals. Not that we could have. I mean, we could have conceded six, yeah. but we could have easily scored three, four, five. We had two goals chalked off. So if we can go there and stay organised and work as hard as they do. Then Everton can win the game. Would definitely. you leave Jordan Pickford out? It'd be tr- you know what you know the only thing the only thing stopping me saying hundred percent yeah is the fact that he had a good game at the weekend. But the caveat to that is that almost makes it easier to leave him out for mm. this game as a tactical decision because. But then again, Robert Olsen, Robin Olsen, there wasn't even on the bench at the weekend, and that was a tactical decision or a rotational decision. But the manager could quite easily say to Pickford, listen. We're putting Olsen in because he's a big frame. These do that. You were brilliant last week. Mm. Um, and let's see. He's going to play today and, and work hard. We've got another game next yeah. week and you work because hard. Because they'll target him. Well, he will because that's the, their strength. The strength is set play. They scored the winner off a set play last year in the 5 1. They scored the winner at the back. Eh, sorry, they scored their goal at the back post in the 5 1. The year before, they scored. Keep Stecklenberg made a terrible error for the first goal. The second one was a long punt into the box. It broke and the lad lasted yeah. in. So we know that the dangers off them mm. and we have to try to defend against that. Maybe. You see, what I would do this weekend, and you might disagree with me here totally, but this is would be my team this weekend. I'm not even going to go with the keeper. I'm just leave the goalie for now, but the team. I mean, I would. I, th- I think I would put Olsen in for this yeah. height. Right, so Olsen in goal. And I'd play Mason Holgate at right back. Or Ben Goffrey at right back. I'd have Yeri Mina and Michael Keane mm-hmm. and Nielsen Kunku because they've got Chris Wood and Jay Rodriguez. Jay Rodriguez has got decent mobility, but he's not lightning. And Chris Wood's a big, big, strong lad up front. Mm. And then in midfield, I would have whichever I chose to be the right back, the other one. So whether it was Ben Goffrey at right back, I'd have Mason Holgate. Alan, the core mm. midfield, and then obviously our front three. And what I think that would give us is it'd give us a solid back four, yeah. which could rotate into a three if the yeah. Kunku pushes on, and it'd give us an extra, well, basically the six in midfield. And yeah. then it'd let Alan and the core go and hunt, and we'd have the danger at the top end of the pitch. Because I think mm. more than anything, Everton have to be solid in this game, yeah. and we do need. And listen, Coleman won't be ready this week, I don't think. No. We can't. Kenny quite clearly isn't in the manager's forefront yeah. because he wasn't even on the bench. And Holgate or Holgate played right back for West Brom and done really well. Godfrey's done all right at right yeah. back. So that but that's what we mind. And they're also the height. You it's then the have, height, yeah, from the you'd then have three and if Godfrey was in midfield, you'd have four six footers mm. over six foot in the team to hopefully cope with them. So that that's what I'd try to do at the weekend. No, it don't, that that all that all makes sense. I think it'd just be a whatever version would be a version of that with you know, definitely for me as well. I think it's just about this. We know what their strengths are. It's the set pieces, the corners, everything, and the that's what they gamble on. You know, mm. all the time. It's about, and I think the other side of that is though what you just meant. It's there. It's, it's 
getting the ball in midfield. It's it's breaking them down. It's um, they play four four two exactly yeah, but it's breaking them down in midfield and winning the ball back. And I think with the plays we've got, we can hurt them. Mm. What we can what we can't do, and I don't expect them to, is like you know, look at last season. Don played up front and he was so isolated. It was incredible. In fact, he had. He had a 17% passing accuracy. I think he touched the ball 11 yeah. times last season. And I think, you know, them. listen, it'll be a tough game because it barely always is a tough game. It's a tough place to go, but there's no mm. fans. And I think if we could get the goal, the first goal, and then, you know, build on that and get a bit of confidence from that, then um, we should be taking three. Because we should be taking three points from games mm. like this. Again, say it every week. If you want to finish in the European places, you've got to go to tough places like Burnley and work, match them, and the quality will take over. If the quality isn't there, then you're not. We're not going to finish in Europe. You know what I mean? Places. It's as simple as that. Mm. Um, they're in the bottom three, four, five, whatever it is, and we're we're looking to try and close the gap at the top. Mm-hmm. Uh, allegedly, aren't we? And that's yeah. where we are. So yeah. you know, we, we've, we've got if we've got nineteen points at half two on Saturday afternoon, I'll be very, very, very uh, happy, I, man. I will also. That will uh, yeah, sort the weekend out, won't it? Yeah. Uh, there you go. Another podcast in the books for another week. If you've got a, if you've got an interesting question you want to ask me and me and Baz to rival Neds, I mean it's gonna you're gonna you're gonna be pushed to rival Neds. I will give you that. But uh, let us know. Get in touch with us and let us know. There you go. Thank you for listening. If you want to watch the video version of this podcast, it is available on our Patreon. Get involved with that, and we'll see you next week. Goodbye. <laughs>